You are listening to Under a Pile of Books, and I'm your host, Calvin Park. There's a lot to talk about uh, this week, not only in terms of books, but uh, but a couple other things I want to make sure to touch on. So I want to jump right in with my weekly reads, as I do each week. Uh, this week, I finished, first off, Pauper's Empire by Levi Jacobs. This is the second book in his Resonant Saga. And this is, so this is the, the, the sequel to Beggar's Rebellion. Now, Beggar's Rebellion is uh, currently a Spiffbo finalist. So, uh, obviously, a good series. You, you don't get to be um, a Spiffbo finalist without being a really good, enjoyable book. And so, Beggar's Rebellion, Spiffbo finalist, uh, Pauper's Empire... Uh, another good book. Really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I I felt like with this one, Jacobs took all the the things that I really enjoyed about the first one and just continued to build on them. So uh, it's got a really neat magic system that gets expanded and we really get some more depth to this system of magic. There's still a lot of mystery left after this second book. So I think in book three, there's going to be more and more revealed about um, about the magic, about the way it works. So, you know, if you have not read Beggar's Rebellion and gotten into this story, I really, really want to recommend it. In a lot of ways, it reminds me of Phil Tucker's Chronicles of the Black Gate, which is another um, self-published epic fantasy, uh, big series uh, I think, I'm not sure how many books Resonant Saga is supposed to be, but uh, I think the author is has just published book four or is working on book four, something like that. So lots of books in the series. Same thing, Phil Tucker, his Chronicles of Black Gate. I think, uh, I think that series is six or seven books. I, I actually haven't completed that. I, I think I have one or two books left in that series. So, But bottom line, uh, I really enjoyed... Um, Popper's Empire, uh, you should check it out. And uh, if you haven't read Beggar's Rebellion, then certainly check that out. Really enjoying these books. Great magic to them. Uh, the character work, I think, has improved, particularly the uh, two main characters. I think we get more depth to them. I'd still like to see maybe a little more depth to the side characters. And uh, I do have to say there were some uh, some typos and small editing errors throughout uh, Popper's Empire. And so, um, you know, that that's unfortunate. And uh, something, though, that perhaps could be uh, improved in the future and uh, the book uh, re-released or, or whatnot. But uh, so it, it does have uh, a few typos um, and, and that kind of thing, uh, which is unfortunate. But the story itself, really, really good. Great magic. Uh, highly enjoyable. So uh, consider checking out Pauper's Empire. I'll have a full written review of that uh, sometime here in the, the next uh, couple weeks. I'm, I'm not really sure when, mostly because a lot of uh, my spare time has been going just to reading. Uh, over the past week or so, I, I have, uh, I think, two reviews in my backlog that I need to write, and I haven't written them yet. One is for Pauper's Empire, the other one is for um, Darkening Skies. Uh, 
I just haven't gotten to them yet, so need to need to fix that. But anyway, uh, check it out. I really enjoyed this second book in the series. Also, uh, I'm continuing the Dragons of Autumn Twilight read-along uh, with Jason and a bunch of other folks. It's a lot of fun getting back into this world. And so I'm now... Uh, somewhere close to two-thirds of the way through, I actually have a little more reading that I need to do uh, for this week. So I need to really get that done today or tomorrow uh, so I can I can keep up. But uh, really, I've enjoyed being back in this world. It's a lot of fun. And uh, so far, one of the things I was worried about is whether or not this kind of classic fantasy written in the 80s was going to really hold up, especially now that uh, I do a lot of reading of fantasy and also a lot of reviewing and kind of thinking my reviews aren't particularly critical, but I do think a little bit more in that direction about the books I'm reading because I do review them. And so uh, I've wondered if Dragons of Autumn Twilight would hold up and uh, so far so good. It, it really has. And uh, it's just classic fantasy. It's a little bit like uh, coming home for the holidays and uh, I've, I've, yeah, I've enjoyed it. So I'm going to continue uh, reading that uh, this coming week. Uh, we'll uh, see that finished up. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it a lot. And then finally this week, I started uh, The Gilded Wolves. Now, this is um, actually a, a book that I had had a hold on at my library, and it came in, so I needed to uh, jump in on that. And I am, oh, about a third of the way into it. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. It's a little different than I expected, and the characters are younger than they seem, which, you know, causes a little bit of trouble suspending disbelief, which I, I realize seems the height of irony since there's magic and uh, alternative history and all, all this kind of thing that I have no problem suspending disbelief on, but I have a hard time believing this character is, you know, 18 <laughs> because she acts older. I, I get it, but yeah, nevertheless, it, it, it's, you know, kind of something I've noticed. But other than that, uh, I've, uh, I've enjoyed things so far and I'm looking forward to continuing that. I'll, I will finish that, uh, this coming week. Uh, I, I may very well finish that, um, tomorrow, frankly. Uh, it's, it's possible depending on how much uh, time reading I get. So, uh, this coming week, what I have on deck is finishing the Gilded Wolves. And then I have um, Shadow's Hand. Now, this is a, a book that is, uh, it's actually a semi-finalist in um, Spiffbo. And I just can't quite remember which group it's in at present. It might be... But might be Nicole over at Thoughts Stained with Ink, actually. Uh, but when she put up, whoever's group it's in, when she put up, the, um, when they put up their review of it or, or their, their semifinalist announcement or whatever, and I kind of read the blurb, it sounded quite interesting and like something that would be up my alley. And so uh, Shadow's Hand by uh, Noelle Nichols, I'm hoping to grab this and um, enjoy it this week. Uh, 
I actually think I already grabbed it. Um, so I, I'm hoping to read that this week after I finish The Gilded Wolves. So Shadow's Hand. Then uh, I'm hoping, I don't know as this will happen, but I'm hoping to get started on uh, The Shadow King, which is the third book in Alec Hudson's uh, The Raveling uh, series. So hoping to get to that. It's actually was on my list of books to mention this week as an upcoming release, and it released early, or at least early based on sort of what I had in my head. So maybe my head was just wrong, but it released this past week, and I'm really excited. This is uh, has been really a favorite series of mine. Uh, the Crimson Queen and The Silver Sorceress, the first two books in the series, were both very, very good. I enjoyed both of them. And actually, The Crimson Queen is one of the first self-published uh, fantasy novels that I read. And so it really opened my eyes to the fact that self-published fantasy can be very, very good, every bit as good as traditionally published fantasy. And so this, you know, the series kind of holds a special place in my heart or whatever, but I enjoyed the first two books thoroughly looking forward to the shadow King. Some of the early reviews for it have been just stellar. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's kind of classic fantasy with some modern spin on things or, or whatnot. It will put you in mind of classics, like maybe say the wheel of time where there's a strong element of magic uh, to things, the magic is explained and plays an important role in the plot, but is not necessarily what we might today call like a hard magic system or something that's kind of follows, say, a Brandon Sanderson or a Brent Weeks, where the magic is really explained to quite a bit of depth. There's there's a lot of mystery left in the magic. It kind of straddles the line between hard and soft magic and really uh, I've enjoyed it. It reminds me, uh, the whole series actually reminds me a little bit of um, James Islington's series, um, The uh, the Shadow of What Was Lost. Uh, and actually in December, the third book in, in that series, um, The Light of All That Falls, is is coming out. So, so anyway, but The Shadow King, uh, out now. You should definitely check it out. If you have not yet read the First two books in the series, definitely go check out The Crimson Queen. It's great. And uh, I'm hoping to get to The Shadow King by the end of this coming week. We'll see if I manage to do that or not. Also, uh, upcoming releases this week, we have Brandon Sanderson's Starsight, which is the sequel to Skyward. And I'm very much looking forward to this one. Not sure when I'm going to be able to get to it, but it is coming out. Uh, so if you read Skyward last year... Uh, and enjoyed it, you should definitely check out Starsight. If you have not yet read Skyward, now is a great time to go grab Skyward. It's a great read, a lot of fun. A young adult read, science fiction, but with science fiction done definitely in Sanderson style. So I enjoyed it a lot, and I'm looking forward to Starsight. At the end of this coming week, uh, Legacy of Ghosts by Alicia Wanstall Burke uh, comes out. And this is another one that I've been looking forward to last year at about this time of year, Blood of Airs released. And uh, I read that, really enjoyed it, thought it was very well done. 
and I've been looking forward to the sequel, and it's coming out this coming week. Again, not 100% sure when I will get to it, but I'm hoping it's soon because I kind of want to know what happens in this story and, and get the next the next chapter in it. So Legacy of Ghosts, Alicia Wonstall-Burke, check it out. Uh, or if you haven't read Blood of Heirs, go check that out. Great book. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. So, All right, a few things in the news from this past week or, or just kind of happenings or whatnot. Of course, hey, you know, The Mandalorian, it's good. Check it out. An episode releases every Friday on Disney Plus if you've got Disney Plus. So it's worth it. More seriously, two things I wanted to mention. Uh, one, the third season of The Dragon Prince is out now on Netflix. And that's something that I have, it's a series that I've really enjoyed. And uh, I think if you like fantasy, um, I think it's it's something that you're going to 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 enjoy. It's a cartoon um, done kind of in the style of say Avatar: The Last Airbender. Some of the same creators, uh, the some some of the same people. I should say rather, some, not the creators necessarily, but but some of the same people have worked on the Dragon Prince as worked on Avatar: The Last Airbender. Very different series in in terms of their feel, but and even their animation. But still, I, I've really enjoyed the Dragon Prince the first two seasons, and I'm looking forward. I haven't uh, finished season three yet, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. And definitely worth checking out. They're available on Netflix. It's a Netflix original series. So uh, go give that uh, a watch if you're into fantasy and uh, you enjoy animation. So uh, The Dragon Prince season three out now. The other thing I wanted to mention that uh, sort of generated quite a bit of discussion uh, on Twitter anyway, and, and some other, uh, social media that, that I follow is Hugh Gregg, uh, the cabbage that, uh, exceptional journalism, um, <laughs> who writes and reviews over at the fantasy Inn, wrote a mammoth article on traditional publishing and self-publishing that went live this past week. He's been talking about this for several weeks. I mean, maybe a month, actually. He's been talking about writing this article and interviewing different authors and, and getting their thoughts and, and, and all the things that went into this. It was a massive undertaking for him. And uh, it's a great article. It's just really good. It's a fine introduction to self-publishing versus traditional publishing. One of the things that Hugh did really good with this though, or <laughs> did really good with this. Wow. Uh, one of the things he did very well with in this article is presenting both sides, thoughts from authors who are traditionally published thoughts from authors who are self-published just this week. I uh, put out my own thoughts on kind of some of what I've seen really criticizing self-published authors more so than traditionally published authors, but just kind of fighting. And, uh, you know, you, you heard my thoughts in the most recent episode. I won't rehash them here, but I really appreciated this article and, uh, you can check it out at the fantasy Inn. 
give it a read. It's pretty long. It, you know, maybe you have to break it up uh, over a couple sittings or whatnot. I think it's, I think I saw him say it was like 10,000 words. So it, it's a very long article. It's very detailed. It has great quotes from self-published authors, from traditionally published authors, from others talking about publishing, what's involved in publishing, how publishing works, self-publishing and some of the benefits of that versus traditional publishing. Of course, some of the benefits of traditional publishing versus self-publishing, especially in terms of the reach that that you have and, and, and being in brick and mortar bookstores and that kind of thing and, and not having to worry as much about the business side, though I, I do know from my own conversations, a lot of traditionally published authors still have to do their own self-promotion for their their books and whatnot. So it's it's not that it, you know, there is, there is overlap of some of the things, but it's a great article. Go check it out. And uh, there's just been a lot of, of conversation about this topic over the past couple weeks, past month or so. I'm not exactly sure why. It always pops up from time to time, but it's definitely popped up over the past month, this question of self-publishing versus traditional publishing. And I really appreciate both. I have read some tremendous traditionally published books this year uh, that I've absolutely loved. And I've read a number of self-published books this year that I have absolutely adored. When we get Further on uh, into December, almost to the end of the year, I'll have at least one podcast episode, possibly two, that will uh, address some of my favorite books from the year and kind of give you my uh, my top reads from 2019 list. And one thing that I may do with that is a little comparison of how many of those are traditionally published versus how many of those are self-published. And I suspect that... I haven't actually gone back through and looked, but but just running through some things in my mind, I, I suspect that those will be some, uh, it'll be very close uh, to even numbers, uh, traditionally published and, uh, and self-published uh, that I've read this year and really enjoyed and would, would call, you know, one of my top reads of the year. So check out uh, Hugh's article uh, over on, the fantasy in. In terms of some housekeeping things here this week, you're going to get midweek uh, my interview with Levi Jacobs, author of Beggar's Rebellion and officially Spiffbo finalist. So I'm very excited that you're going to get to listen to my conversation with him. He was a great guest to have on, a lot of fun, um, just had some great thoughts on stuff, and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, you all getting to hear him. I have several more author interviews lined up, so the next several weeks you're going to get some great author interviews. I won't say who quite yet because I'm not sure exactly who you're going to get which week. Uh, but I am really looking forward to getting these uh, interview episodes into your into your hands or into your earbuds or or whatever. Just having a lot of fun and a huge thank you to 
all of the authors who have come on so far or who have agreed to come on or who are going to come on in the future. It's been really great getting to know folks. Everyone has been just wonderful and uh, just super nice and and generous with their time and their willingness to, to come on the podcast here. So big thank you to, to Levi Jacobs, whose interview will drop this coming week, and to all of uh, you authors and, and bloggers and reviewers as well who have uh, given me a little bit of your time to, to come on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Also, uh, for those in the U.S., this coming Thursday is Thanksgiving, and so happy Thanksgiving to you, and I'm very thankful whether you're in the U.S. or not for you who uh, listen to this uh, podcast and uh, interact with me on Twitter and just help to make this community that we have online uh, around fantasy and books and, and all of that, just a really great community. So thank you for being part of the community and for making it awesome. And thanks for listening.